Hi, thank you for tuning in. Uh, so over the last five years, uh, in the process of scouting for land for our own investments and our customers, we have learned quite a bit about the history of land ownership in Kenya. So today I'm going to be sharing with you what we've learned about the history of Kiko Pay. You're watching Own Land in Kenya, and I'm Solomon Wangwe. So I know some of you are wondering, where is Kikopei? Kikopei is located one hour, 45 minutes drive down the Nairobi Nakuru Highway. Um, most of you, if you've, if you've driven down to Nakuru, you'll know Kikopei because it's a famous place on the side of the road where everyone stops for nyama choma or roasted meat. Uh, it's also famous for diatomite. There's a huge diatomite mining and processing factory on the right side of the road as you travel towards Nakuru. That whole area is referred to as Kikopei. So way back in the early 1900s, 1905 to be precise, a gentleman by the name of Galbraith Lowry Egerton Cole uh, emigrated from South Africa to Kenya. He had just survived the World War, uh, sorry, not the World War, but the, Boer, the Second Boer War in South Africa. And he came up to Kenya uh, ostensibly to uh, visit with his sister Florence who happened to be married to the largest landowner in Kenya, Lord Delamere. So he came up to Kikopei where his uh, brother-in-law, Lord Delamere, uh, gifted him 30,000 acres of land uh, sitting from um, Lake Elementaita uh, all the way up to just the foothills of the Abadare Ranges. Uh, so Lord Delamere owned a total of about 130,000 acres in that area. Uh, he, he kept about 100,000 acres, which we know today as Soisambu Ranch. That's what it was called back then. And he hived off 30,000 acres as a gift to his brother-in-law, Lord Cole. So Lord Cole was an aristocrat, came from a long lineage of very wealthy uh, Irish Anglo-Irish uh, aristocrats uh, from England and it was no surprise that his sister was married to Lord Cole of the same lineage uh, or the same kind of pedigree if you will uh, and that's how he came to own the land in Kikopei. His wife happened to be the niece of a former British Prime Minister uh, so it's easy to see how you know these uh, white settler farmers were able to come and acquire or be allocated so much land because they were basically here in service to the crown and to serve the interests of the crown which owned all of East Africa. In fact, East Africa was referred to as the British East African Protectorate. And that's how a lot of the guys from South Africa emigrated up into Kenya. So much later, um, in the 1917s, 1920s, Lord Cole, uh, had two sons, Arthur and Captain David. Uh, his son Arthur remained in Kikopei after Lord Cole's death. Um, sadly, he committed suicide because he had um, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, was confined to a wheelchair and was very unhappy with his life. Uh, he took his own life, sadly, uh, and was buried on site. In fact, if you go to Lake Elementaita today, there's a very a conspicuous obelisk on one of the hills and that marks the site of his burial 
very interesting place to visit. If you haven't, you owe yourself a favor to get in your car or take public means and, and get down there and, and learn a little bit about the history. Uh, so anyway, moving on, Arthur and David took over his land. Arthur remained on Kikopei uh, and David moved on to uh, the other side of the Abadea Ranges where he was farming on Solio Ranch. And David's uh, descendants today still uh, utilize Solio Ranch. It's one of the largest farms on that side uh, of the country. It's about 121,000 acres in total. And they also happen to have, I think, the, the world's second largest population of black rhino on their property. So today it's, it's a conservancy. And this is kind of how the history of these huge conservancies uh, began. So Arthur remained in Kikopei, and by the way, Kikopei is a Maasai word, uh, which loosely translated means the place where green turns white. And the reason for that is because Lake Elementaita and Kikopei area are very rich in uh, salts and uh, diatomite, which are still mined today. Uh, it's one of the reasons you have hot springs at the lake. And so his descendants remained until 1977, when they sold off Kikopei uh, to a cooperative SACO, uh, mostly made up of Kenyans from the Kikuyu community. And it was later subdivided into smaller pieces for the resettlement of those community members. And those are some of the individuals that we ourselves as Goshen Acquisitions ended up acquiring land from at the, at the lakefront. It's a very interesting history. If you're interested in learning more details, it's very easy to find out. Just get on Wikipedia or do a Google search and you'll get a lot of information about this. The reason I love uh, learning about the history of land in Kenya is because it makes me appreciate our country uh, a lot more. I mean, there's something about Kenya that attracted all these elites in their day to come and settle here and leave their families and leave their wealth and leave their influence in their own countries to come and settle here. And sometimes I can't help but wonder why we ourselves as natives, as local Kenyans, do not have the same kind of respect and appreciation as the foreigners uh, still do to this day. So, you know, do yourself a favor, learn a little bit about the history of land and you might find uh, something interesting about the places you've already invested or are thinking of investing in and these actually make an impact on what you can do with the land today and I propose to you would also have an impact on what you can do in the future including the value. Thank you so much for watching I hope you've learned something new I'm always intrigued by the history of land ownership in a country I hope you are as well um, as I mentioned before we had actually acquired 6.85 acres of waterfronting land at Elementaita. That's how we came to know about the history of land in Kikopei. We're currently not settling. Uh, we plan to release those to the market at some point in the future. I'll definitely keep you posted should you be interested. Uh, however, if you're looking for an investment opportunity right away, we actually are making uh, 28 one-acre plots available in Nanyuki. Uh, Karyunga area of Nanyuki, which is on the other side of the Abadea escarpment from Kikopei. Amazing place. If you haven't been to Nanyuki, please do yourself a favor and go visit. Stunning views of Mount Kenya from our site. Uh, very near Olpajeta uh, Conservancy, one of the most famous conservancies in Africa. 
and just 500 meters from Lykipia's first 18-hole championship golf course and country homes estate, uh, one-acre plots going for only 1.89 million shillings. The offer is very limited, so if you're looking for an opportunity to invest strategically now, please visit our website as soon as you can, www.goshenacquisitions.com. You can click on the link or the tab that says Grand Acres, or you can also just go directly to www.grandacres.co.ke and click on the link on our Nanuki offer, and there'll be plenty of information for you to consider there. Uh, if you have any comments to make, feel free to do so. All our social media platforms are up and running as well. You've been watching Own Land in Kenya. I am Solomon Wangwe. Please stay tuned for more information on strategic land investment.